Hello and a good day to you. Welcome to the study notes on prayer series, series three. I am Hadekunle Holambiwanu, and I am super, super excited to have you here today. Today, we're going to take one or two steps further, even as we are considering the seven steps to an answered prayer. And in the last two um, series, we spoke about the first four steps. The first three steps are that. The first step is decide what you want from God and find a scripture or scriptures that definitely promise you these things. The second step is to ask God for the things you want and believe that you receive them. The third step, however, is to let every thought and desire affirm that you have what you have asked for. These three steps are so important to getting results from prayer. It is important that I note here again that the purpose of prayer, okay, is so that we can not just connect or fellowship with God, it's so that we can partner with God effectively. The purpose of prayer is not just to fellowship with God, but to also partner with God. And so I understand that there is a kind of prayer where we pray just to fellowship with God, just to be with God, just to be in His presence, all right? But even fellowship is done so that we may be able to partner with Him. Fellowship is a prerequisite to partnership. And I have discovered that it is only partnership with God that brings results. The scripture says, for with God, all things are possible. The scripture doesn't say God can make all things possible. The scripture doesn't say God is um uh is all knowing, is all doing, even though the scripture has said that it didn't just say he's all knowing and he's all doing and he can do everything. It says with God. So that is outside of the partnership of God, some things are impossible. It is important that we understand this. Outside of the partnership with God, some things are impossible. But with God, when partnership is no longer a problem, all things are possible. And how do we partner with God? The Lord Jesus was speaking to some set of people in in Mark chapter 11. And he said, um, if you believe, if you can believe, all things are possible to those that believe. See, two scriptures now. With God, all things are possible. And the Lord Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to any man who can believe. And so, that means that the way to partnering with God is to believe. Or say, the way to partnering with God is by faith. That is the way of partnering with God, by faith. Taking God's word and leaning on it faith taking God's word and leaning on it that is how to partner with God I I would like to show this in the scripture Mark chapter 9 verse 23 this is the Lord Jesus speaking here in Mark chapter 9 verse 23 and he said if you can believe all things are possible to him that believeth if you can believe 
all things are possible to him that believeth. And so the scripture also says, with God, all things are possible. Now, the Lord Jesus is saying, all things are possible to him that believeth. Two scriptures. And so this means that if you are going to partner with God, you need faith. And this is what Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 is saying, that God, it is for without faith, it is impossible to please God. He that must approach him must know that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, it is impossible to partner with God. Without faith, it is impossible to pray to God and get answers. Without faith. And this is what step number two has emphasized on. Ask God for the things you want and have faith that you have received them. Of course, the devil is not going to be looking at you just to exercise faith. There's something the scripture called the trial of faith. First Peter chapter 1, verse 8. We're not going to read it. I've just um there's something the script verse 7 right now. First Peter chapter 1, verse 7. The scripture mentions something about the trial of faith that is more precious than gold. So if you say you have faith, you are going to be tried. Quickly, let me do a quick recap of the first three principles. Today, we're considering principle step number four, rather, and step number five. Step number one, decide what you want from God and find the scripture that promises you those things. Find it. Step number two, ask God for the things you want and believe that you receive them. Step number three, let every thought and desire affirm that you have received what you asked for. Now, step number four, Guard your mind. This is step number four. Guard your mind against every evil thought that comes into your mind to make you doubt God's word. Guard your mind against every evil thought that will want to make you doubt God's word. Most people do not have a problem with exercising faith when they pray. They have an issue with exercising faith after they have prayed. It is easy to believe that you have received because you pray in the name of Jesus. But it is harder to stand in that faith when so many thoughts and the situation slaps you back after praying. Don't let any communication come out of you that doubts God's word. This is where a lot of people are... This is where a lot of people are losing the answers to your, their prayers. It is important you need to understand. Thoughts are governed by observation, association, and teaching. Your thoughts, they are governed by your observation and your association and by teaching. It is important that we understand this. So even after we have prayed about a particular thing, and we have believed that the situation has changed. But when do you when, when you when you leave the presence of God and go back into the world and you find the situation remaining so, what are you going to do? The first thing that happens to most people is that they doubt and then they begin to say, Did I pray enough? Have I prayed enough? Listen to me. It is not about the length of your prayers. As a matter of fact, God did not allow you for any man to repeat any kind of prayer. You are not allowed to repeat any kind of petition twice before the Lord. 
do not be, be careful of vain repetitions. Once you are prayed regarding a thing, pray about it once and for all. In the name of Jesus, believe that you have received them. Believe that you have received them. It is because of lack of faith that makes men pray the, a single prayer 10, 15 times, hoping that God will hear. If you look at the principles we've been talking so the, the steps we've been taking so far, you will see that if you know how to pray in such a way that you get answers, you will not need to pray about it twice. As a matter of fact, there is only one kind of prayer that you are allowed to pray twice. That is the prayer of thanksgiving, okay? And the prayer that is that is concerns confirming this, uh, affirming the scriptures, confession of the scriptures. Those are the only two things you can pray multiple times. Any kind of petition should be done once. If you do your petition more than once, if you lay your petition before the Lord more than once, it means you lack faith the first time. And when you lack faith the first time, the first one you have prayed is pointless. The second one you are praying now is also pointless. Faith. So the first thing that the devil will try to attack are your thoughts. And the first thing you will see is that you observe that things have not changed. You have prayed, you believe that things have changed, and then you wake up and you see that things have not changed. It is more easier, let me put it that word, let me use easier please. It is more easier to believe God when you see things are changed. It is more easier to exercise faith when it feels like things are changing. But when the situation is looking at you hardcore, slapping you back, after you've prayed, it becomes tougher. But you need to exercise faith. You should not allow anything to make you doubt God's word. Any thoughts to make you doubt God's word. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Let's start from verse 3. Second Corinthians chapter 10, from verse 3. It says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Five now. says, casting down imaginations and every eye thing, <coughs> excuse me, that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Casting down imaginations and every eye thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8, it says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. The scripture tells us, the Bible tells us in these two scriptures what to think about and what not to think about. So the problem is usually that we are, after we are praying, we are prayed about a particular thing, we are thinking about the things that are contrary to what we are prayed about. You have prayed for resources and you are planning for in case the resources don't come. The resources do not come. Don't bother. 
you have prayed about a particular thing but you are planning you are putting a plan b in case that in case god does not answer then trust me god will not answer faith does not require a plan b especially when it comes to you praying if you know you can plan don't go to god and pray if you are not ready to ditch everything you know and everything you want to do to get answers from god don't go to god and pray about it just go ahead with your plan and hope that god will bless it but if you are going to pray to get answers please drop the plan b faith is all you need because the reason people are not getting most one of the major reasons people are not getting their answers to their prayers is that their communication after the prayer is wrong see you can have all kinds of communication before your prayer is okay but your communication after the prayer is what matters it matters so much it matters too much you see somebody go on the prayer mountain praying for three days seven days about a particular thing and when they come down from the mountain they ask them how far and they keep saying it's still the same thing don't worry they have wasted all the time they spent on the mountain how can you go and stand the presence of god pray for seven days regarding a particular thing ah okay while i don't have a problem with how long you have prayed and so you come down from the mountain and then they ask you how far about the thing you've prayed for and then you say it's still the same thing you have just confessed that what you have observed is is still remain the same not what you have prayed Ah, and you expect god to do anything for you guard your mind do not let any communication that that is against the word of God come out of your mind. You will have to guard your mind to stand in faith. You will have to guard your mind to, to, to grow in faith. Protect yourself. I was listening to Pastor Chris recently and he said something that one of the issues with public people is that they think that they need to respond to everything. That you feel you need to talk about everything you don't need to talk about what you don't need to talk about if the communication you are going to make is not going to add to your prayer is not going to add to your faith is not going to add any virtue to the person you're talking to please don't talk please don't respond you were sick or you are sick and you could not attend the meeting and they ask you ah, why couldn't you attend the meeting just tell them i'm sorry i tried my best i could not attend the meeting you don't have to say i am sick please pray for me You don't have to confess to your sickness, especially after you have prayed or confess the word of God about that sickness. Guard your mind. The honest truth is after you have prayed, before you have prayed, and even during prayer, there will be a lot of things that will exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. There will be thoughts, there will be ideas, there will be principles. There will be things that will exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. It is your job to cast them down. It is your job to cast them down. This is step number four. It is so important that you learn to guard your mind. The scripture says that it is the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous that availeth much. The effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous 
is the one that availeth much. However, it availeth much because the righteous, okay, already lives by faith. The just shall live by faith. So what makes the prayer of the righteous availeth much power? is because the prayer, okay, is by faith. Learn to guard your mind. We're going to be taking only step number four, four today. In our next series, we're going to be taking step number five and other steps, hopefully. But please, it is important that you understand this. Guard your mind. People lose their prayer points. They lose the things that God has given unto them just because they could not guard their mind and their mouths. Guard your mind. Do not let any evil thought take root. Do not let anything that is contrary to God, contrary to the prayer you have prayed according to the word of God now, take root in your heart. Guard your mind. And I pray for you that you will be able, in the name of Jesus, the grace to guard your mind against every thought is activated in your life. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. Please do not hesitate to share this with somebody else. You may not be able to give people money, but you can help them in their prayer life to share this audio with someone you care about. God bless you.